Hello and welcome once again to Wandering Monster America's Test Table, where we don't play test games, no. We stress test them. So, we are smack dab in the middle of tumultuous times, to say the least. Um, uh, to put a date on this, yesterday, President Biden gave a speech in front of a bunch of walking corpses who had opinions about things. Uh, however... Not a single one of those things was ZineQuest. And if you're not going to address ZineQuest, perhaps the most momentous thing happening any year, what are you even doing? How can you be said to be the leader of the world's largest industrial prison if you're not going to mention ZineQuest? So, I I too was looking for a shout out to my my favorite subculture, but I alas. was I, I, I watched <laughs> I watched a two hour video and not once not once was your did, name mentioned. Did Jody Bryden or whatever we want to call Dark Brandon? I don't know what they call him. Uh, not once did they mention Odd Gobs, the game that Roland and I oh, are right, making. Yeah. It's completely, yeah. completely. You know what it is. It's partisan, and I'm disappointed. Tax so, dollars at work. So Shame. Here's the thing, guys. Every week, every single blessed week, we come out here like, like four idiots and one cool person, <laughs> and we try Am to play. That's, that's not up to me. That's all up to me to decide who the cool guy is. We will Answer find that out during the awards. To decide. Yeah. Vote now with your cell phones. <laughs> Vote now with your saliva. Yes. Now link your screen on the person you think is the coolest. <laughs> Do it now. Uh, oh. In this case, it being COVID. Anyway, <laughs> um, look, every week we come here, hands held out to you begging you to enjoy a game and like do you know how many people reach out to us every single week people are sending me stuff they want reviewed for the blog and for the tiktok people are sending charles stuff to blog and cross promote on our socials and like a veritable horde of handsome, beautiful, and amorphous creators are knocking at Ian's door each and every week, begging them to play their games on our stream. You know how hard and it is we, to get all the tentacle prints off my door? It takes. I mean, I'm sorry it's, about it's that. The, so it's long. the first rule of uh, of doing a live stream about uh, tabletop games: is don't fall in love. <laughs> and we just have so many we have so much to do but guys i think i know this is asking a lot but i think we need to double up a little bit what if we got an adventure and we used a new system being launched during zine quest to run that adventure so we got an adventure and and a rule set we hit two projects at once and maybe if maybe if like the rule set could be written by a baller artist like someone who's known for creating great art uh maybe someone who even worked on more cabians uh that'd be incredible like we could do a three for right we could get three birds and beat them to death with one stone it's like a, a ttrp turducken 
Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's it's a rule set stuffed inside an adventure, stuffed inside an artist. Um huh. I don't know. I don't know if we can find something like that. Um, but uh what do you guys think? Let's put it to a vote. Who wants to do three things tonight? Uh I like to oh, are we still supposed to lick our screens? Okay. Um, I thought, uh, man, this is awkward. I, ah, oh, geez. Okay. I'll, yeah, let's okay, do so, it. So, uh, Ian, can you vamp for a couple of minutes while Patchkey gets the stream ready for these three things we just dropped in his lap? What's the, what's the third thing? Just Billy Blue's a great artist. Oh, okay. This is being choose. Just, um, just some art, I think, is what I he's was, dropping in. I so, was just kind of curious. You're adding in the interpretive dance module because uh, uh, I think that was, that was my... him getting the the screen ready. Yeah, that was, it was like impressive. Uh, it was some some real great computer moves. Next time you need beeps and boops and keyboard clacking sounds for uh, audio only listeners. Some people know you're doing expert level hacking over uh, there. You know, we'll make Are John you? add that in in post. Yeah, I'll definitely. Don't worry, I'll definitely do that. So then, giving uh, a high. Oh, oh, Ian, I have to tell you guys, I edit these like the chef at Waffle House makes waffles. Okay, I'm in my underwear, like, sitting next to my desk, desk, moving the mouse around, smoking a cigarette. This is why I keep finding pecans in our stream when yep. I didn't order them; they're just still in there. I don't know um, why you've got to talk shit about the delicious food at Waffle House. It's great. When did I say anything bad about it? Chopped and smothered and covered and slathered and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm in. I'm into it. <laughs> okay, so, Ian, go ahead. Tell so us what us dumb fucks are doing. Ah, so we are doing the double header here. So what we are playing tonight is TLD RPG, which is Billy Blue's new rule system. And just like TLDR or TLDR, depending which way you want to slice that pie, this that same concept that a lot of us uh, get too tired or too intimidated by too large of rule sets, or we understand that our friends don't have the time to digest an entire giant book of rules. But these are all barrier points to entry. So what the system is, is a very easy, quick to learn and very fast character creation system that can run just about any type of RPG, and it uses a pool of D6s, the most common and plentiful of dice. So to kind of demonstrate about the utility of this and how you can take any pre-existing product and get it ready to run, we are going to be featuring another game that is currently kickstarting, and that is Ziggurat of the Blood God. Uh, so this is from Christopher Willett. And this is uh, a person who's put out a lot of other popular Zine Quest offerings. And what's fun about this is it's actually been also um, retooled so you can play in DCC, in Morkborg, um, and then also in an OSR format as well. So we're going to add basically add a fourth channel by running it in TLD RPG. So that's kind of what we're going to be getting ourselves into. And then also, as you can see, there's lots of cool art there by Billy Blue. But with that, why don't we go ahead and then uh, get comfy in our chairs and then transition to our game mental headspace here um, as we introduce our cast of characters. And to also just kind of put a backdrop on this, uh, kind of approaching this with like the classic sword and sorceries vibe, which matches really well with the TLD RPG character abilities and things that are in the draft set of the rules that I have so far. So um who is going to be going first i wonder 
if only there was some set of guidance documents to say who would be introducing their character first. Look, it was um, fair and square. We drew straws, uh, me, myself, and I, and I won, so I get to go first. Um, I, tonight, will be playing the part of uh, Piggledy the Pious, who is a uh, wandering, like, he's kind of a cleric, but not very good at it, so it's kind of shortened to clerk, uh, which is literally how that word happened. But, uh, yeah, so uh, Piggledy the Pious the Clerk. Um Wandering around with his wall shield and a pocket full of sunshine. Um, yeah, that's my dude. Oh, and the deity I worship. Sorry. Uh, the mighty uh, Jimmy Dean, the god of uh, the, the god of uh, prepared meats. I am feedback really bad on somebody's computer. Yeah, I'm getting feedback from you. Oh, I don't hear any feedback on my end, so... Well, that means it's probably you, bud. Yeah, yeah, I wonder. It's a brand new machine. So if you are in the audio and you hear weird random things and you think it's me, uh, yell at me. I'll go ahead and mute myself. Yeah, I'm hearing that echo as well. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Sound check. I am Hoguma, the magnificent, the red wizard. I am a master of the mystical arts. <clears throat> Hagoma is. um the spindliest like like picture an old man who probably did meth and coke his whole life uh but somehow has never died and has just gotten weirder and weirder as time goes and that's that's hagoma uh hagoma is dressed in a beard he has a magnificent yes he has a magnificent beard that explodes off his face um it it covers him uh it has his entire beard has been braided and weaved into a red robe red as it is stained with wine he smells awful um <laughs> just really really bad um he he does have one bit of white beard uh, at the front of in front of his like under red beard that uh, goes all the way down to his belly button and he braids that into faces uh, that uh, a a rather small compared to the beard but large compared to other chameleons uh, scampers around in uh, <laughs> sucking on the wine from uh, Hagoma's beard. Is there a belt robe. on the robe? Uh, I mean it's all it's it's all hair, so okay. I just like, wanted to. I wanted to make sure my visual was correct. There is so. no. There is. There is. There is braids that act as a belt, but there is nothing on him that is not uh, hair. hair related. There's <laughs> a really great uh, Shel Silverstein poem on exactly this subject. That's like something like my beard. It grows from my head to my toes. So I wears it, and down the road I goes, or something like that. It's uh, it's great. I highly on recommend a, it. On a scale from Captain Caveman to Cousin <laughs> It, oh. how hairy are you? So, okay, here's the deal. Like, again, it's, 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 Captain Caveman has clothes that you can see. Okay. So it's more like it, but it's very obviously all beard. 
And like three hairs on top, like Homer Simpson. Okay. Okay. The important question to distinguish between the two is, do you wear a bowler hat? Or... I do. I absolutely do not. Okay. okay. Uh, what I do, I do have a bit of beard that I like put over like a bad toupee, but it's constantly like falling off and I'm readjusting. In fact, I, I I initially got the <laughs> I eventually I essentially got the chameleon familiar to hold like to perch on my ear and hold my comb over in place, and he got he is drunk and does not do his job. All right, all right. So, with that and hopefully better audio. No, 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 we do not. We have two more, buddy. Yeah. Okay, y'all got... I was disconnecting my audio for a second. I thought you were ahead of things, so I will, I will sleep I, back. I heard the, that you weren't bushes. listening intently, too. <laughs> I, was, I was. All right. The chameleon got drunk off the beard. I mean, that... Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see where that goes. All right. Uh, well, I guess I'll, I'll go. I am playing Yansas, the snake blood. Um, I've determined that Yansas is somewhere between a Dragon Ball Z villain that, that has the appearance of snake skin all over, kind of like somewhere between Frieza or Cell, but but less of the like the bubble ear thing, but more smooth, like cooler. And you know, snake skin all over. Is it your snake skin or is it just uh I own it? <laughs> Do you generate snake skin? Uh by generate you mean <laughs> I have some to go around. All right. Yes. He's asking if you have enough for the whole class. No, yes, no, no, I have a question. Do you only grow snake skin around your face? Is, I mean, do you have a snakeskin beard that you use as a robe? Only like every month, uh, my beard kind of comes off in like mostly one chunk, <laughs> but you know, sometimes it's like two or three pieces, and then it's just really shiny for for a bit until after about that month goes, and then it gets kind of like cloudy, and then it starts to like happen all over again. My snake is so grumpy right now, guys. L Limpopo molted or shed it or whatever snakes are called like about th three weeks ago. So, Ooh. yeah. Snake talk. Yes. <laughs> A whole new, new subject. Hello, everyone. You've reached uh, one Moncast where <laughs> Patchkey and I discuss snakes for three hours. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy the smooth, scaly sound of our voices. So ball pythons are <laughs> classic snake species that are low maintenance. <laughs> No One of the best things jazz? about them is if you squint really hard, they kind of look like big prehensile dicks, <laughs> and it's it's really quite erotic when you think about it. That's it why I quite... feel awkward. Yeah, this this podcast snake. took a turn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're edging for the M rating or whatever how these mm -hmm. uh, rating bands go. You haven't already had that. Right after somebody, you're gonna have to click yes to confirm your age. <laughs> I, we do. We actually, uh, we actually do have that on our Twitch. You do have to say you're over eighteen, Good. and on YouTube, it's... it is not meant for kids. And also on the podcast, nothing's meant for children. Sorry, kids. And uh, I, I'm not meant for kids. 
<laughs> it's kind of like the episode of uh, the Treehouse of Horrors from The Simpsons, where the little rating box like stabs a person every time it's stabbed. I think it's like Kent Brockman. It goes <laughs> up from like T to AO. Um, and then Billy Blue Ooh. is actually in the chat with us. So hello, oh, Billy. Cool. Hello, Billy. Well, Billy. I about Bridget's character. Oh me? Oh, I was just introducing our person. Well, I'm just Horrock. We already know that Billy is great, but I want to hear how Bridget's great. I, I'm just Horrock. There's nothing special about me. <laughs> I don't believe that for a second. You haven't heard of me? I, some people call me the horror of the West. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think <laughs> I've heard of you. I think I've heard of you in your signature move. Stop. The, 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 the groin kick or the interrogation? I was thinking of the. Are those different? Yes. Says I have a new thing to try. <laughs> she left. Get the journal. Oh. I love it. I I really like the fact that in the TLDR RPG there are suggestions for what your character skill should be, and when I saw interrogation, I was like. I know what that means. <laughs> All right. So let us set the scene. The four of you are in a thick, sweaty, steaming, fetid jungle. You have been hacking your way for days through this thick undergrowth. You have had vines tear at you with this annoying little... Uh, thorns breaking your calves making them itch terribly you have been fighting scads of terrible biting insects leaving you covered in welts and you have had all of your boots and shoes filled with mud and water just making your feet just like uh, split and just basically just kind of sloughing apart why might you be out here in this terrible jungle sweating in armor and being uncomfortable? This is paradise. Well, <laughs> you know, that's a very good point. So this seems like a territory that Yanthus would be very intimately familiar with, yes? Yeah. Well, you happen to know that there is this ziggurat that has been abandoned. There used to be some type of village at its feet that would pay tribute to the things that dwelled within, but something happened to the village, and the villagers are no more, leaving this ziggurat completely unprotected and assumably filled with all kinds of treasures, or at least so the rumors say. So you've gathered your friends on a little journey to loot and plunder. What are some of the types of treasures you heard might lurk inside the Amphis? Oh, so there's so many delicious things. Uh, uh, there's a little plump rats you could eat, which that's a bonus. Uh, on top of that, the shiny things that uh, everyone needs and wants, the shiny stuff, the yellow, you you know, the, the gold that's there. That's there, yes. Uh, yes, the opossums uh, are, uh, see, the, the pouch holds an extra sauce that it makes it more sumptuous. Uh, something about diamonds I've heard, but the possum is really that delicacy that I, I want like us to get to. 
please. So the group of you have been lured in with promises of possums and diamonds. And gold. Um, <laughs> and gold. They're and possums and diamonds. They're Honestly, the name of the, the possums and diamonds might be the next cocaine and alligators. <laughs> I that's not why I am here. I understand what used to lurk in these halls, what men of power filled it. Blood God. Do you know what the word blood means? Do you know the strength that is within these veins? More importantly, did you know that some people, blood is equated with wine? The, 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 the blood of their God, they drink wine to like symbolize. I am hoping that there are arcane scrolls worthy of bringing my magic to the next level. But if I were to find some uh, barrels of god wine, that'd be cool, yo. Okay, um, yeah, th there's a mirror in there that if you look into it, you know how the next person you will meet will die. You get to see it. So that's that's what I'm looking for. And then after that, sweetie, we can drink your god. Okay. I don't I don't need that mirror. Syphilis, baby. <laughs> I like the fact that like, are you wanting the mirror because you're just out of ideas or are you just um Oh, I just want to see. It's like instant replay. Um You said the next person you meet? The next person you will meet, yes. Okay, so we've already met, so you don't know how I'm going to die Not when, no, when we no. find it. Not unless I get hit on the head or something, and then we can okay. it you get really, really drunk. John, I'm getting a lot of noise from your mic, I think. No, it's Ian's. There's a little green dot whenever that noise is happening, meaning the audio is coming from him. Okay. I even changed my audio input source. Um, well... Thank you, Hewitt Packard, for the excellent computers that you make. Um, we will, so I apologize to our it's listeners. It's receiving and now. Anyway, go on. Just like my hairline? <laughs> um, wah, wah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, we will fix it in post, and thank you for sticking around, and uh, apologies. So uh, I'll mute myself as much as possible. So you have spent a long time trudging through this jungle in the hopes of many juicy rats and barrels of god wine, mirrors, and other things. So you find yourself at the foot of this ziggurat. It towers above you, and when you are at the very foot of its stairs, it almost encompasses your entire field of vision. It just blocks out the sun and looms like an almost like an intimidating, I'm just like gravestone across this place. Uh, for our uh, fans who had a United States of America public education, could you define the word ziggurat and explain the that... difference between that and a pyramid? All right, so a pyramid is much more prism-like. So think about Egypt, and when you think about Central American architecture, uh, there a lot of the temples and other things are step-tiered. So think Babylonia, you think the Mayans, the Aztecs, 
um, that use that that structure. So you still have uh, a long ascending staircase, but the outer structure itself is tiered. Um, so it can have multiple different tiers, but imagine it as a pyramid with extra texture. <laughs> uh, if that pleasure. was an ad lib, you need a you need a raise. Um, <laughs> it is an it is an ad lib. Um, all right, so after, so you are standing at the bottom of a hundred foot stairway. I'm real glad I've been doing that step aerobics. Let's get going. Um, Just, yeah, uh, straight up. I'm yeah, I'm getting my gnarled feet out of the uh, fetid fetid standing water and starting to climb the fetid mossy stones. Why is everything fetid? Well, what when are the reasons? When I was your age, we didn't complain about the fetidness. <laughs> <laughs> One reason it's fetid might be that I am so energized because I am powered by hot dogs, so I'm ready to bound up <laughs> these steps with you guys. You've also been sweating in a, in a set of plate mail. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Which is now also fetid. <laughs> Does Jimmy make hot dogs? Uh, probably. Have you ever like left a hot dog at room temperature and watched it sweat? That's basically what's like rolling down the inside of my plate mail. Ugh, the meat sweats. Yeah. Yeah. Magda. Magda always had the meat sweats. Always. <laughs> Now, so are all of you climbing these larvae stairs? Yep. Mm -hmm. Only 100 feet, right? Yeah, only, only 100 feet of ascending stairs. When you get to the top of it, the entryway to the temple is unlit. The stone floor is plastered in a layer of bat guano and reeks of a musty animal stink. You can see just a little bit in the gloom that there seem to be some type of pictographs or paintings on the side of the walls, but it's pretty dark here. And just it goes deep inside um, into the darkness. Who's packing a light? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't have one. <laughs> if you uh, have minor adventuring equipment, I will assume that you have it since you are a brave adventurers. Uh, I didn't put in your character sheet that you uh, have pants, but I'm assuming you have pants. Oh, okay, so, good. Okay. I mean, I've got some some snakeskin leather pants. I'll let your imagination determine whether or not that's me or if that's me. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I didn't write anaconda on your character sheet. Uh, I, I I now see the word gardener in there for some reason. I thought it was out of context, but I guess now it makes sense. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to rely on you guys because uh, I I ain't got shit. But we all have, yeah. right? I said that if you it, it, since it's a basic thing, I'm going to assume that you have. It. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I thought you meant if we had. Basic oh, adventure pack no. listed in our okay, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, strike a light and see what we can see from the entrance before we go a running in. Now, than... does my character have like I I I correct me if I'm wrong because I have been lied to by cartoons by poorly uh, trained school teachers in Southern Indiana <laughs> um, and uh, my mother and a number of other people. 
can like do do snakes perceive things in like thermal vision uh, it depends on the type of snake Ooh. so ball pythons like you have do uh the okay. holes in the front of their their snout are uh thermal sensors neat Does okay it seem like a time for it now you or fucking know the more you fucking know uh, yeah, yeah i think i think we got one of those do we yep it's up right, right now all right the more you fucking know <laughs> I, I wrote a song to go with it that makes it's... me so happy so uh, are you wanting to use that before this torch is lit or are you just asking? I mean, I feel like I would just be using it without like, like, do you think about like Ian roll to use your eyes? Yeah. Do you think that the torches will be too much for you? Nah. Uh, what if we all be. light one? Yeah. If we all light them and wave them in his face, they will be a bit much probably. Yeah. I mean, no I, isn't that fair for any of you? I, I mean, I my beer would catch on fire and I would die. I, yeah, yeah. You have no idea how much wine is in that thing. Like so uh, much. Yeah, I'm actually I, staying away from you guys and not lighting my own torch. I mean, the yeah. thing is, like his smart. his body weight, uh, like he weighs like a solid like 300 pounds, even though he's like only 90 pounds of human. The rest mm -hmm. of it is just wine that is saturated layers. It looks like an overcoat, like you might see in Russia. You know. And Chris, the author of our adventure, is also in the chat as well. So thank you for joining us. Oh yeah, we're just getting into this. I ziggurat. told you we do we do a twofer. Everyone comes out the woodworks. Yep. Exactly. Welcome both of you, and thank you for uh, sharing this coolest shit content with us. Yeah, absolutely. So, so you... let's let's let uh, Pashki uses snake vision before we light our torches. Yeah, I think Snip we've been up. traveling with him long enough that we'd know about his special needs and accommodate them and not wave flaming brands in his face. Okay. That, Thanks, that is I where I was, I was going to ask about the order of operations here. I just uh, want so to point out that uh, my, uh, um, <laughs> Michael Harmon is also in the chat, another <laughs> amazing artist uh, and, and creator, and he suggested that as soon as we light our torches, the Swamp Castle is going to catch. Oh, man. Us all anyway. <laughs> Thanks for joining us tonight, guys. So, so let's, definitely go with, let's definitely go with Snake O Vision. <laughs> All right. So, as you peer into the darkness, uh, the first thing that you really pick up with your serpentine senses is that heavy fog of guano. And as you look inside, trying to get a sense of this, as you like lick the air, uh, you can taste that there is a lot. There are a lot of bats here. When you look up, you can see not only just like thick carpet of bats that cling to the upside of the temple, but in the center of it, you see like these long, these large slag um, tights that twitch a bit. And you see that they're actually these giant bat-like things that are just clinging there. Swing ever so much back and forth as you begin to probe into this room. That sounds so appetizing. Yeah, they're, um, they're just gorgeous. Did you know so, that a that a, a single colony can drain twenty five cows in a night? What? <laughs> I don't know if that's a real bad fact. That reminds me. Another... That reminds me of my college days, and also <laughs> last weekend. <laughs> Uh, so like, how, what are, I'm assuming we're going to huddle up after, um, please like it, it's 
snake what? Two snakes? Um Yanthus? <laughs> yeah. Yanthus, sure. <clears throat> Yanthus. Yeah. Uh I'm I'm assuming yes. you're gonna information you're gonna information share with us and uh certainly that's a that's a snake that has a bit of a lisp is the sh uh and um like so what are you what are you guys armed with? Like, do you have melee uh, weapons? Do you have power beyond mortal reckoning? <laughs> well, I got this flail with a lot of gore on it, and I've got a cruel oh. dagger. Because I think I could rouse those big, tasty some bitches out of there with the power of my zap. Uh, and uh, maybe you guys could like flail and or like unlimited power them in John's case <laughs> as they fly out. Do we, do we need to do that? Yeah. Do we have to kill the bats? Well, not necessarily. Do you want to go picking your way through them and try not to get at? I mean, I would like to just grab one, grab it real tight, hold it for a, a, a hot minute <laughs> and Un then just unhinge my jaw. Mm -hmm. In. Now, to be clear, are you saying that about the multitude of bats, or are you talking about the very large, huge bats that are also dangling in the midst of this colony? Well, you said unhinges jaw, so I'm thinking it's one of the extra big uh, bats. Just, you know, I want to make sure I, you know, that you have the, the proper death you deserve, you know. I like the idea that Yanthus is not a snake person, but just a person that's like, like, like a snake furry, like a scale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, no, this is my scale Sona. <laughs> a snake Sona. Snake Sona, yeah. Uh, um, and that's not a bash to, to that community. It It's just, it would be amusing in this like dark dungeon of like, hey, all right. Greg, go over. No, I'm Yathis. I'm a snake. I mean, like, for time immemorial, we've had furries. It just, you, you, people used to wear bear skins and, like, buffalo skins. And so that's what yeah, Furry was the default. Yeah, yeah. It's, exactly. only, it's only recently that we've moved away from God. That we've I mean, truly <laughs> become naked apes. Yeah. Horrock, um, unless Horrock has changed it, actually is, is uh, garbed in like, crude hides and things. Horrock, uh, I have no idea how Horrock is. I only know Horrock's superpower. <laughs> Which is a good one mm -hmm. uh, to have in your back pocket or your front <laughs> pocket, so to speak. Or, um, yeah, wherever. Yeah. So are, do you guys really want to just like sneak in there and try and shimmy by these bats? That's without... my plan, man. All right, cool. Let's do it. Uh, I Last week it was be made into hot dogs. Uh, this week it will be uh, made into bat food. I love it. All right. yeah. Cycle of so, life, baby. So, all uh, right. to make sure I'm clear, are you sneaking past the bats or are you unhinging your jaws and trying to cram bats down your throat? So, I'm actually, what are, what are you? We're sneaking. I think there, he's going to cram and varies by character. Yeah, the rest exactly. of us are going to sneak around him comically as he does yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, tell me how this scene plays out and we will sling some dice. Okay, uh, so, so go ahead. Uh, from my character's perspective, I see a bat, I grab a bat. I crush the bat, I eat the bat. I see another bat, I grab the bat. Crush the bat, eat the bat. 
And then okay. I see the big bat, and I'm just like, what? That's... Can I crush it? Can I? Can I make it? Can I? How am I going to do this? <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> I've never okay. believed in you, my friend. Uh, <laughs> Homogoma <laughs> says as he sneaks past him. Yeah, the, I think it's one at a time, just past him, averting our eyes, acting like we're not there. Yeah, and and bringing up the rear, I'm obviously scared shitless by this behavior. I'm like, oh gosh, oh jeez, oh that go The averting the eyes is what's killing me. Just like, nope, don't know. Don't worry, bats. We don't know him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, as uh, this is kind of all happening now, as you are, are sneaking past, and Yanthus is nabbing bats and then biting their heads off, Ozzy style, and consuming them. Um, you know, bats don't usually take it very well when you uh, try to bite their heads off. Um, in fact, they usually kind of resist it. So. As this is playing out, um, now if you hear a noise, it's my cat finding a bag and then attempting to suffocate himself. Ooh. So please don't suffocate You're yourself, buddy. <laughs> um, bats will screech. So you, as you are cramming bats down your throat, um, the bats begin to shriek and... That causes all the bats at the top of the temple begin. Oh no! I, th I think he's grabbing the bag from his cat. Yes. No more so bag time. <laughs> Take that, oh, Bobo. <laughs> no, that's oh, snacks. Bobo. Snacks is the ah, one. That makes he's the snacks. only one to really come on this on the podcast. So if snacks you is the, the worst. Year, uh, yeah, he is very distracting, but uh, he is also extremely cute. So look Aww. at this one. He's the one that's probably causing a lot of the noise, too. From chewing no. The wires. no, that's All not right. excuse, Bobo. Just saying. So, we re we're, so we're going to rewind that 10 seconds there. So you are taking these bats, you're plucking them like ripe fruits, and you're biting them and swallowing these bats while eyeing the large bat. Now, they say that bats are nature's fruit. They do not say that. No one says that. Look, no one. I don't know what a fruit bat is, but that's gotta be it. So, uh, the bats begin to shriek, and it sets off this chain reaction of all the bats above you beginning to emit this like high-pitched, very piercing, keening shriek. The bats that are these massive things hanging from the ceiling uh, begin to twitch and stir and as their wings jut out, all of the bats above you just pour out like smoke, just as a big cloud. The ones that are these huge ones, their eyes snap open with this preternatural red, baleful glare. And they all look down at you, Yanthus, as you are covered in bat blood. <laughs> You're going to make the first roll of the evening. Uh, and you're going to be rolling for me. Um, you could make me a, a, a spirit check as you were trying to uh, avoid being grabbed by one of these giant bats. I just love the idea of Yanthus covered in bat blood, looking up at them and being like, nothing, nothing. 
<laughs> yes. Can I help you? Is there? <laughs> I rolled two fives. All right. So, do you want to take that failure, or as as a introduction to the system, you need to have at least one six uh, in order to pass your test. Uh, but you can, like in DCC and other things, you can burn stats to uh, add extra dice to your pool okay. or do a dice bump. Do you want to either you bump something by uh, burning a point of your luck or mana? You also have your second chance ability that you can use. Um, let's let's go with my second chance where I saw that. On my character sheet, I am scrolling down. That is under abilities. You basically uh, can force someone to re-roll a test, and I'd say you could test, force yourself to retest it in this case if you want. Okay. So just re-roll then, and that uses my ability. Yep. And you won't get that until you've rested for six hours. All right. Hey, a six and a one. Awesome. So that is a mixed uh, success because that's uh, uh, this is going to be very interesting. So you are uh, this bat detaches itself from the ceiling and it lets out this like gut roll uh, shriek that just turns your your guts to to jello as it swoops down. You can see these giant talons um, and it attempts to pick you up uh, by your armor. Uh, sinking its talons into it. But as you kind of barrel roll out of the um, uh, its grasp, um, you feel like your armor shred. Um, so um, you uh, get one of your points of your armor taken away from that. Um, and you um, have like these, this deep kind of like, you can see like your skin, your snake skin is beginning to kind of peel off from the, the attack. Um, so that's a partial success there. Okay. Um, so it, um, so in this whole process, it kind of drags you a couple of feet, and you know that if you didn't get that success, you probably would be hurtled down those flights of stairs uh, at the beginning of the temple, which would probably reduce you to pulp. The rest of you, um, you are going through a smog of Bats. Um, I will have all of you make me a um, a spirit check. Oh, we've got spirit. Oh, yes, we do. Uh, well, yeah, I got one success and a two. I'm gonna burn a luck for this because I need an extra die. Oh, that didn't go well. I got a three and a one. I, and a one. Uh, now, was that one from one of your first two dice, your crit dice? Uh, no, the three was from okay. the first. So my my spirit is a one. Do I still roll two crit dice, or do I just roll one die? Uh, that's a great question for Billy. And I say that um, go ahead and roll both so we can see how that uh, plays out. Okay. Uh, and then... <laughs> I see. I rolled three because I was like, maybe I rolled the two crit dice plus the one stat die, uh, and the one stat die was a six. But I don't think I'm supposed to roll it at all. So what I rolled is a one and a four. Uh, well, I've been corrected. It's just one die. So what was the oh. first die you rolled? That'd be a one. Oh, well, that's great. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm fine. Right. I'm fine. 
So the lot of you are getting bats in your hair, bats in your backpack. Um, but for you, uh, Hagama, one of these other giant bats picks you up by your beard. You can feel <laughs> it gets snagged in its talons. It shrieks and spits this type of like bat spittle in your eyes, which is just acidic and terrible. And it begins to take you um, out of the uh, the entrance here towards the stairs. Um, all right. Uh, make can, me I, can, can I react to that or? Yes. Um, so you have like one round here. Um, as you're kind of dangling by your beard, how do you want to? <clears throat> what? Which part of the beard? Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say it's all beard, baby. <clears throat> uh, I I reach down and part a little bit of my beard, and you know, Hogamas burning piss. Um, and I'm going to cast burn. <laughs> All right, fantastic. Uh, so that costs you one mana point. Yes. Uh, and then roll me 1d3, and that's going to determine the level of burn you inflict upon the bat. Okay. Uh, that's a two. Two. All right. Uh, so the bat has burned two. Uh, the bat instantly engulfs into flame, uh, and its shriek is this very high-pitched pain wail that all the other bats... Um, begin to mirror. They uh, fly erratically at this point, hitting against the walls, um, bumping into each other, shrieking. It is a deafening sound here, uh, and you can't hear anything. It's only the point of having having like a flashbang happen. Your senses uh, completely burn out. So the bat takes uh, two points of damage this turn, and then it will um, take one point of damage the next round. So we'll kind of treat this as a, as a chaotic, quick little burst of combat as a kind of a, of a taste. So we'll start um, round robin. Uh, so that, that would be your action there for uh, John. It lets you go, um, and um, it, fly, it flies around above you, just dripping flame from it and threatening to catch your beard on fire. Uh, Bridget, sorry, not Bridget, excuse me, uh, Horak, um, your next initiative. Do you want to help out your compatriots that are in the middle of this bat maelstrom, or do you want to retreat into the safety of the deeper part of this temple? Oh, yeah. Um, I, I guess I'll help. I'll, um, can I use my cruel dagger? Slash at a bat. Oh, okay. So how are you helping? <laughs> I'm helping. <laughs> I'm stabbing the wizard. <laughs> See, this, that's what I fully expect for it. Um, yes, uh, so this bat looks like it would probably redouble and uh, fling itself upon the, the hapless wizard. If you want to charge forward and make an attack, um, okay. you can certainly do that. Uh, so for you, Horik, that is going to be 5d6. So, uh, yeah, no hits. It was 2, 5, 1, 2, and 3. Uh, all right, so the one was not in the first two dice, it sounds like. Right. Um, so you charge for it and you slash wildly, but bats just keep bot like smacking into your face and this obscuring your vision. You actually have like a bat on both eyes, just like clinging to your eyebrows, um, just absolutely <laughs> blinding you nice. to uh, flail out. Um, you so you use a move action in that. Um, uh, Charles, uh, I get it. Um, Piggledy. 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 Yeah. 
<laughs> I like you yelling it at him. He's very happy. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, I have a question. Like spells, are those auto success, or do you have to pass like a mind check to? It succeed? depends. It depends on the situation. On your turn, you can do a move, attack, and use an ability um, if you want. Um, okay. So I actually, I did short change. I did short change Horik if Horik wanted to do anything else. Did you want to use one of your abilities or save it for later? Well, I'll save it for later, but since I used my cruel dagger, I just want to note that it whispered to each of you as it went by something that you've never told anyone. Cool. Very cool. Um, I know about your list. Uh, so, let's see. Do these qualify as unholy creatures? They do not. These okay. things are bats. Just very <clears throat> bats all right then here's the sequence of of my move uh you said move attack uh ability right it doesn't have to be in that order but those are the three things you yeah. can do so i'm gonna move closer to the big flaming bat what's got my wizard buddy and i am going to attack it with my heavy mace which is it has weight listed as well as um the, the weight has to deal with how much body you have. Or, uh, it, your um, body helps factor into an ability called gear, and so gear is how much you can carry in your weight. I gotcha. Um, okay. so most of your weight is in like your shield. Gotcha, yeah, which is a, a hearty shield. Um, yeah, I'm going to smack that flaming bat with my heavy mace. Uh, medium weapon, weight 2, damage... Three dies. Uh, roll forty-six for attack. So that's like one, two. Yeah, you'll have to explain why it's roll forty-six to attack on that. That's your attack roll. I just thought it'd okay. be convenient to have that. Thank you. Um, you did crunch the yes. numbers for me. Thank you. Okay, forty-six. That's a shit. A one, a two, a one, and a three. That's two ones. That's a right, so, yeah. Um. So that's a crit fail. Um, so do you want bad option number two or the bad option number one or bad option number two? Two. 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 Okay. Two. All right. Number, number two. I got a list of the crap. Okay. That's good. Bad option number one was you just basically beaning your wizard friend. With your <laughs> that would have been funny uh, too, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you swing your heavy mace um, and all of that fittedness. Uh, is a, it needs a nice all that hot dog sweat, <laughs> all that all that mm. all the meat sweats, the yeah. Arby's, if you uh -huh. will, uh, has made your hand <laughs> grubby and greasy, and your heavy mace goes soaring out the uh, <laughs> out the uh, out of the temple, and it probably down the stairway. By. <laughs> I like to think that it took out um, like a particularly large and cocksure monkey. Um, just like out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Have, hammer a god just knocks it down. I fully imagine there's like a bat that like goes inside of a bat, and so like it's got bat wings <laughs> as it as it soars through. Do you want to use one of your abilities, or do yes, you want to I do. Not push your luck? No, okay. no, no. no. Uh, I do want to use the ability of. Um, I love the name of this. Uh, zap, um, <laughs> which. <laughs> Does the it says the target of the spell takes two uh damage, but in addition, all enemies within four feet 
of the target also take one damage. So, so you burn one mana point uh, to do that. And are you targeting the bat that is still kind of hovering and menacing over your wizardly friend? Yeah, yeah. That seems like the weak link right now. So as up, you um, cast, what was the name of that spell again? Zap! <laughs> the bat already on fire uh, explodes like one of those overripe fetid melons. Hell yeah. Um, showering everything with uh, big bits of meaty bat chunks. The zap go, um, it basically chain reacts every single of these little bats that are flying above you, um, making this bright bug zapper sound. As yeah, a of bats, there is probably 40 bats just instantly just turn to raisins and this puff of burning hair smell uh, and also just fall now, to the floor as a heavy carpet sound. I have been told that raisins are nature's candy. <laughs> I said nature's fruit. Like bats are nature's fruit because fruit is nature's fruit. But yeah, anyway, um, uh, I just that, I just totally Emperor Palpatine that shit. That was awesome. You did with that death cry of all those bats at once. The bright light and that that terrible smell of electrified uh, electrocuted bats. The rest of the bats, including these large bat-like creatures. Uh, soar out of the temple and um, leave behind all of their fried compatriots. There uh, is at this deafening point, silence and ringing in your ears. At this point, I turn to uh, two snakes and I tell him, um, you know, those those bat chunks and uh, and all those fried bats, I don't think anyone else is. I mean, I can't speak for the others, but I'm not going to eat that if you want it. You ruined them. <laughs> Why would you cook them? They were perfectly good before. Now they're Trump all them. Yeah. <laughs> I can't eat this. This is a very political episode. It's kind of bizarre. Yeah, I, I, I <laughs> uh, Donald Trump well, is it just... a political statement because Donald Trump is very well known to like his, his steaks steak well done. well done and with ketchup. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Yeah, I know. It's real hard for me not to just log off and go be mad somewhere. <laughs> just hearing this, that. This is like a known fact <laughs> about him before he was political at all. Yeah, this has nothing to do with him as a political figure and yeah. everything to do with the fact of like, don't like, but, let's but no. Not, let's, let's not stake shame people. You're I will stake shame anybody anywhere at it. I will do it. I will, I will have a duel with someone over this. I, what I are the weapons? To, True, true going story. to be steak, steak knife, obviously. Steak. Yeah, steak okay. knife and uh, maybe a fork. Um, true story. I used to like my steak like rare as fuck, like probably dangerously rare. But because mm -hmm. I am a transplant patient and I'm immunosuppressed, yeah. has to be like medium or better. Um, which is like a little heartbreaking, but it's I still get to eat steak. Unlike well, sushi. Any story about that actually, and sorry for the the side trip, but uh, my mom and I and my stepdad, who were all chefs by trade, were having my cousin and his wife and family over, who were all medical by trade, like doctors, hmm. nurses, and stuff. And so he's making steaks, and he asks, "How does everyone want them?" The three of us who have worked in restaurants are like, "Oh, medium, medium rare." Everyone in Messin, well done. <laughs> yep 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 it's true so we're we've still got our lights on what do we see now that the bats have cleared out other than a sh 
literal shitload of guano. Yeah, so much guano. Absolutely. The bat raisins are wallowing in their own guano. <laughs> uh, if that helps improve the flavor there, two snakes, yeah, this. Mm. So you can see nope. that the walls of this chamber depict scenes of a mighty god collecting the souls of the dead. At least that's what these pictographs and murals seem to depict. The head of this figure is elongated, and he seems to wield a large bow, and it shoots black arrows at fleeing tiny humanoid figures. He is joined with images of bat-winged creatures carrying people off to his underworld domain, very much like the ones that try to carry off you. The passageway extends deeper into the temple, and it looks up ahead that... There are some recesses in the wall, or very large, uh, uh, like niches of some kind. So I was trying to see if I had like um, occult knowledge of any kind, being a cleric, and I do have some awesome poems I'll read you guys later. But um... I have some knowledge. <laughs> I have some occult knowledge. Obviously, uh, I'm a wizard. <clears throat> yeah, one would think. Um, do you, like maybe at this point, uh, I would ask my. Uh, I can't. What is your your name? I I don't want to call you like Beardface or something. Um, Hagoma. Hagoma. Hagoma the Red. Yeah. Okay. Hagoma I'm not the actually red. a man. You see, I'm a spiritual being of light that that is here to. Uh, I'm here to. You know stuff. <laughs> That's light, light and hair. You don't usually think of those two together. Um, I would ask you if you know what this thing is. Um. So yeah, let me. Uh, can I roll for that? Yes. Uh, so you have a bonus die to yeah. that. So, so I should roll five dice total. That is correct. All right. Here I go. And Enjoy this fully. With the skill, you get to ignore crit fails if you happen to crit fail. Nice. Okay. Uh, I got one success. So you have at least if you have one six as a result, then you succeeded on the total result. So okay, what, I did have one six. Oh, okay. And I had one six and two fives, and the six was one of my crit die. I think it's only sixes and ones that count. It's only sixes and ones that we care about. Do you think oh. the other D6 okay. game on this one? Streamlined on this one. So getting the symbolism from this, you're getting that uh, there seems to be a bit of a, of a mishmash of, of information here. It almost looks like part of the mural has been doctored over time to as if there is a different figure under here that has been altered to fit like a different deity, kind of like how when cultures get subjugated and then you adopt various features of the new gods to align with your old practices. There's something very kind of uh, disconnected about this mirror when you really look at it. There's inconsistencies here. The figure, the scale, the people, um, the people that used to be in the village uh, that was just south of here before they disappeared clearly had one set of beliefs and something here has changed them. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to convey 
this temple has had many owners, many, many squatters, and at least a few of them have changed the worship from one to the next. But as I said, I know the blood god lies here with his delicious, delicious wine blood, I hope. And his delicious meats. I think that we serve different aspects of the same deity. It's pretty cool. You know what? Meat god. If you want want the meat, I'll take the wine. We can share back and forth as we need to. Love it. Done. Uh, But what this mostly says, uh, for the layman, for the layman, um, is stay out. Our God will kill you. Well, how do you I, how, do rough translation? How do you guys feel about that? I mean, which God? You would know from your identification that although that this is a God of the underworld, it doesn't seem to match the other world religions view of what's colloquially seen as the underworld God. Yeah, I haven't even heard of this guy. <laughs> so who cares then? Yes? Yeah, let's keep going. Yeah, he sounds like a lightweight. Nothing will stop me in my quest to find the perfect power for Merlot. So, uh, it sounds like you are wanting to descend deeper yes. into the temple. Yes, yes. clean. As you move away from Batlandia into a a deeper hall, you can see the walls of this chamber are lined with niches that each are filled with ceramic jars and what looks to be like the gilded skeletal remains of some type of honored dead. The skeletons are covered in gold scales and rich turquoise stones. Are they human skeletons? You want to go up and take a better look? I do. Describe okay. the scales. The scales themselves look like chips, like uh, you know, kind of when you like you take a stone and hit it and you make flakes like obsidian. Ah, uh, not interested. Move on. Well, see, coming from coming from uh, two snakes, that's sort of like, what are you wearing? Like, describe <laughs> your scales. Exactly. <laughs> so. Piggly, as you take a look at the skeleton, there's something odd about it. Its skull is elongated outward. If there was some type of alteration that was done. But otherwise, it seems human, but their skulls have been warped to be oblong. And the skulls are also covered in gold? They are. I'm taking one. Okay. So I just pluck it off the neck and... Hold! Are you sure you want to deface the altar of another... I'm fucking with you. Go right ahead. (laughs) 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 Like, dude, hey, if it was so sacred, where the fuck are the worshippers? That's all I'm saying. And yeah. why have we never heard of this guy? I, it yeah. Just, yeah. Well, this guy, where's his wine? That's yeah. all I'm saying. Hey, and when we find that wine, we can drink it out of this cool-ass gold skull I found. Yeah. I, uh, I uh, found. Hagoma high-fives you. Yeah. Uh, it's a mystical high-five that brands your hand with the mark of brotherhood. <laughs> nice. It's a wine stain, <laughs> but, like, you get it. 
as you're high-fiving that is happening here, you have, you know, a big, meaty, sweaty palm. You've got this wine-covered <laughs> hand. And then you have this skeletal hand that's holding a dagger that's slashing at your hands. And you realize as you're holding the skull, the rest of the skeleton is following the head um, and is you hear the bones rattle and clink as it begins to rise. Unders keepers, motherfucker! <laughs> Ever uh, since I watched uh, the seventh voyage of Sinbad or whatever it was, that Ray Harryhausen joint yeah. when I was a kid, I have wanted to engage in this exact battle. Um, <laughs> they have a similar Jason fight in They have a similar fight in the Pirates XXX movie. <laughs> I wish I didn't know exactly the scene you were talking about. <laughs> What's the scene about, guys? Where the whole budget went, really. It really um, did. It was yeah. not well what, no. what happens in Pirates XXX? I don't understand. <laughs> well, um, it's like Pirates of the Caribbean, but... <laughs> but way more blowjobs. <laughs> okay, so actually historical accurate, right? Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Except it's a lot of male female blowjobs, which is not oh. historically accurate. No, it's not. No. No. All right. Uh, well, I think that we're in combat, right? That is correct. So uh, there are eight of these skeletons that rise from their slabs. You can hear like all of the their like bones making these uh, hard, almost xylophone like sounds as they raise themselves <laughs> up from their slabs all their uh, scales and jewels kind of rubbing against each other in this very odd sound. Each well, hang of on, hang on. Of course they sound like xylophones. They got all them scales. Oh, uh, wow. Vote to remove Charles from the podcast. What <laughs> 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 um, uh, so um, they're all each holding these obsidian ritual daggers that look very similar to the cruel and wicked angles of Horrocks' cruel dagger. Um, so we'll start off with initiative here. So you have, besides the one skeleton that is up and immediately engaging you, the others are going to take one round as they stir themselves from their ancient topher and are shaking off their dust. Um, so we'll go ahead, and I'm just going to, uh, we'll do this as a round robin. Uh, who wants to just uh, make a uh, spirit check for me uh, to see who's oh, going to go you. first, this menacing skeleton <clears throat> or the group? And we'll round robin from there. Well, I got a six. Well, I think that decided it there. Uh, All right, I'm going to wail on the nearest skeleton with this gore-drenched flail of me, which just, it's like insult yeah. to injury. Absolutely. So that's your 46. For your All right. Uh, two, two, five, and two. All right. So that is not a success. Uh, no. You swing your flail around screaming bloody curses, or I don't know, maybe you politely make this throwing epithets. I don't know exactly how horror is at the moment. Excuse um, me. <laughs> Just silent. Silent swinging. No, that's even creepier. That's that even way. creepier. Yeah. So your main attack has gone wild. You're still pulling bats out of your eyes, apparently. Uh, do you want to use one of your abilities or hold that for later? I can do a groin kick. Does that affect skeletons? Uh, absolutely. All right, excellent. <laughs> so I believe that does one damage and causes stun. 
Yes. All the bones uh, connected to the balls bones. <laughs> so as you shove your your boot uh, into this skeleton's pelvis, you cause it to go up into its chest, <laughs> and as it descends back down, it makes more of those xylophone sound effects <laughs> as it just hits against every bone on the way down. Worth it. It doubles over in a pantomime <laughs> of pain. Um, and it is spending the next action rearranging its bones so it can uh, attack you properly. It stares at you with its vacant eye sockets, uh, upset, annoyed, and very disappointed. I take it back. This is not Jason and the Argonauts. This is like 1920s, 30s black and white cartoon skeletons. Now, this is uh, Army of Darkness skeletons. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it, it, this is also the version of this that we received from Chris is written for DCC, which has that appendix and goofy uh, gonzo vibe. So I'm trying to lean into that as much as I can with this. Um, so you, you've filled this room with the sound of um, bone jarring um, bone music sounds. Uh, next in initiative, uh, which if we're going to be doing this round robin from this new view is going to be, um, that is you, Piggly. Um, so I would hit this thing with my heavy mace, but I done threw that one out the door. Uh, so, um, let's see what else I can do. Do, do, do. I'm assuming that these. You could use your holy symbol, uh, which is basically treated as a wand. Yeah. So that's a ranged light attack. Yes, I'm yeah, I'm planning on initiating some magic real quick. Um or does that just do magical damage on its own? So you're treating it like a ranged attack, so you need to do a three to six mind uh -huh. attack. Um and then that would inflict four damage since you have holy might, which doubles your damage while you're attacking uh, a dead. Okay, cool. So roll 3d6 to attack. I will do that with my holy symbol, uh, which right. in my case uh, is like a big-ass like iron spatula. I was hoping for kielbasa. <laughs> iron kielbasa. All right, let's see here. It has that's, functions. Yeah, you betcha. Uh, yeah, that's a six and a one right out of the gate. And, um, All right. And then the third die the additional on third is a five. All right. So that is another mixed success there. Um, so you are using your holy symbol. And yes. tell a, me how... A beam of uh, greasy black smoke billowing meat flame roars forth from the end of the spatula, um, probably engulfing me if I know uh, my mixed results. I was going to ask how you think that this would be a, a mixed success for you. Uh, so it, it, is a, it is a difficult success. Um, so yes, you um, do get engulfed in greasy lightning as you uh, attack your skeleton. So you inflict four points of damage to it. Uh, it hisses and wails despite not having any type of lungs. Perhaps you're just boiling something inside the ancient bones. Um, and 
Um, you take uh, one point of damage from that as well, unless you want to burn one of your armor points, or if you just want to eat it. Uh, yeah, I've got pretty good armor, so I'm going to do that. And let me see, that would be down here. Okay. Yep. So you see that you've done some, uh, some, some damage to this thing, but it doesn't seem totally phased, which is alarming to you since this is your main weapon left. And at this rate, it would take a whole lot of force to take this thing down. Um, in uh, that in that case, I I also have uh, an ability I can use. Correct. Uh, for you, you certainly can. <clears throat> Let's see. That would be encourage, zap, or protector. Or you also have your move action in case you want to flee. Uh, I don't want to flee. How about we do? Um... Encourage. <clears throat> I'm going to uh, encourage. Who's next in in the round robin? Uh, that would be your snake buddy. Oh, cool! Hey, two snakes have an extra die this round on me. Thanks. Nice. You're welcome. So your encourage takes one point of luck, so you can subtract mm-hmm. that from your current luck score. And are you choosing to stay put, or are you using your move action? No, I'll stay put. All right, so Yanthus, uh, you see these skeletons. One has been kicked in the non-existent nards, and you've got another one that's been blasted from a giant iron sausage spatula. Okay. I uh, have the ability to cast sleep, I believe, right? Yes, sleep. Cost one mana. uh, Target of the spell sleeps for two hours. Or until taking damage. So whichever ones are there that aren't damaged, I would like to tell them that it's time to take a slumbery spell, <laughs> which is, of course, what snakes call sleeping. Uh, slumbery you, spells. Yeah, you should also um, sing Trust in Me to them as Trust you do it. Trust in me. <laughs> Trust in me. <laughs> I'm so glad. Sometimes when you ask for what you want, you get it. <laughs> so, I which one of these, because your sleep is going to be one target. Yeah, uh, whichever one has not taken any damage. So there are five of these have been, or excuse me, six of these that have been unmolested so far. So you turn to one of these and you sing and you sway. And, and you, you molest to sleep. It makes that it does sound like you're just dropping a sack of bones at once as it kind of crumples to a heap on the floor. You're not exactly sure over the sound of the, the combat um, brewing, but it, you think you hear the bones snoring softly. Okay. So um, you still have a move action and an attack action. Okay, so then I would move over to one of... Have any of them taken damage and are still alive-ish? Yes, so two of them. uh, One got kicked in the non-existent Nards, and the other has been kicked with the holy symbol of uh, Pigley. Okay, uh, which which looks most worse for wear, because... 
One is pantomiming being hit in the non-existent nards, which is pretty comical, okay. um, but you know that it won't be acting next turn. Um, the other one that's been blasted by the uh, holy symbol is shrugging off the damage and preparing to retaliate. Okay. Um, the other ones are just moving in with this dagger silently. Yeah. All right. I don't think my character has any actual weapons. Uh, skills, gear. You do. You have do? two weapons. You okay. have a serpentine wand that you could do a raise attack. Uh, you also what? have a scaled scimitar. Oh, cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, it's under your gear. Under my gear? Okay. That is correct. Okay, okay, there I I don't know how I missed that. I apologize. Uh well sometimes they're in a separate section. Yeah. Uh I'll go with my scaled scimitar towards the one that that is moving more. The right. the latter one you mentioned. Correct. Uh so you have five D six for that rule because you've been encouraged by your clarity friend. All right. So we've got a four. We've got a uh, six. We've got a three. We've got a five. And we've got a four. I just four. need to know if you got a one, or a one or a six in the first two dice that you've rolled, and then also if you just got any six total. Okay. If I read it correctly, he got a six in the first one. Okay. <clears throat> the first pair that you rolled, right? Pat yeah, one. I I just rolled a hand. I rolled the five at once. Oh, okay. So okay. I'm sorry if I did that wrong. I missed that part. So the first two dice that you roll are your crit dice, and that's what <laughs> affects if you did a uh, crit fail or mixed success. Okay, my a, closest uh, two to me are the, the four and the six. Okay. Then that means that with that encouragement flowing through you, you and there's the sound of the air sizzling, much like a sausage on a griddle. <laughs> um, you've sliced your scimitar towards this injured skeleton and you lop its head off. Its straw open as if in surprise as it flies and soars through the air and it crashes noisily to the ground. And the rest of its bones just deanimate into a heap. So all in all, uh, so there are seven skeletons left, one asleep, another one that is recovering from its injuries. Um, and you know that you are outnumbered here. Uh, next in initiative are the skeletons. Uh, the one that is still resembling its bones is still doing that and looking very annoyed at you the entire time, Bork. Uh, one of the uh, two of them uh, advance towards you, Yanthus, uh, holding these very wicked looking blades and then are bringing them down at you. Uh, I'm going to need you to be rolling me your defense checks, so please go ahead and roll me uh, two separate spirit checks. All right. That's you, Yanthus. Oh, my bad. He's gotten Yanthus. too used to two snakes. I know, right? That's no, all right. I will call you two snakes. Okay. I rolled a six and a five. A six and a five. Uh, so your first uh, defense, you completely move out of the way of its dagger, and the other one advances towards you and slices at you again. So making your second spirit check, is, which is going to be your defense roll. Not good. Oh, I got a one. All right. 
So as you move out of the way of the first attack, you basically uh, leave yourself completely open to your backside, and it shoves this dagger straight into your spine. Now, you are wearing your snakeskin mail. You have three armor points with that, and you can burn one of those three points to completely negate the attack of this um, uh, damage, um, but you're still going to be taking a penalty from crit <laughs> Okay, uh, I will burn that point. So I've I've lost two armor points so far. That's correct. You have one left. Okay. Um, even though that you roll with the damage, uh, you fall to the ground and lie. You fall prone in front of these two skeletons uh, as they loom above you. Uh, next, um, let's see. We got two more. Two more. Um, one of these advances towards you, Horok, and the other one advances towards you, Pigley. Uh, I'll need both of you to make me a spirit roll. Your defense. Okay. Now, Horror, keep in mind that you have one extra bonus die from your dodge passive ability. Hmm. Um, yeah. I'm, I, uh, I'm going to burn a point of, uh, what is it, mana to roll another die? Yep, dice bump that. All right. So I've already got one one. And how's about another one? So that's... Ah. That's a that's a uh, crit fail, I believe. Ooh, that is indeed. All right, how would you fare, Hork? Five, two, and three. Five, two, okay. Um, so you don't have any successes, but you don't have any terrible failure. Uh, so... As you, or sorry, as you, Pigley, are um, still holding on to your holy symbol, you're just having this horrible time where you just can't control your directional blast of your of your holy symbol. It's just kind of like holding a fire hose, and you're just like wildly flailing it around, leaving yourself completely. Or holding to this. one of these. Or holding one of those, yeah. and um, this flailing wildly stabs you pretty badly. Um, so with your uh your quick fail here you have you're basically a giant walking tin can um <laughs> we've been there before i was spam and i got open remember that that it is um so you will need to um burn your uh two armor points from just the uh, the nature of your failure here you can decide if you, you want to take one point off your breastplate and one off your shield uh, and you drop your holy symbol um, as just the cherry on that cake. It stops its Great. fire blasting as soon as you drop it into the dust. Uh, Hork, um, you get attacked by the skeleton, and this cruel blade uh, comes down at you, and your cruel blade is snickering the entire time, as in like slow motion, this dagger uh, cuts across your armor. Do you want to take the damage from this attack, or do you want to burn one of your points of armor from your hide armor? Oric, do you want to take the full damage from that attack? Yeah, I think... To... Yeah. Uh, we're, uh, yeah, I'll just take the full damage. You're going to take the full damage and not use one of your armor points? Yeah. Okay. Um, so that dagger uh, rakes across you for three points of your uh, your hit points. 
uh, and blood just swells through um, your armor. All right. Um, we'll do another round of this, and then we can... Um, all right. Top of the initiative. Hey, uh... Yeah, I, I would like a turn. No. Yeah. Don't do right. it. Well, it is top, you are technically top of the initiative. Pokemon. But I did get a turn. Did you get one last time? Because we did round robin and the how that was started, it was with... We've always oh, round, done round robin. But that doesn't... That doesn't... Like, but if we did round robin, I should have still gotten a turn. Uh, yeah, that doesn't oh, repeat no, because from the bottom. I'm, well, I'm looking to do it in visual field, and so it's... Agama, and then next in order of that um, is uh, Horik, uh, Pigley, and then uh, the Anthus, Skeletons. So it's your turn, rightfully. Okay. Um, I want to do something weird. Please. <laughs> I want to resurrect one of the Skeletons. Ooh, Interesting. Not weird at all, man. Uh, you're going to hack that skeleton and flip it to our side, right? That's my thought. Like, yeah. I have a resurrect spell. I can, I, can, can, I can turn it into a zombie and take control, essentially. Oh, shit. What happens to an actual animated skeleton if can, you can uh, if, if, if Ian will let me, I will. If, yeah. Ian, if Ian will bless this action, I will describe yeah. it. Absolutely. Um, let me just spend my mana. Do, so the do, do. Okay. The um, combined efforts of all of you just taken down. You animate. So uh, as as y'all are fighting the skeletons, uh, Pagoma reaches somewhere into his beard and pulls out a uh, like a full size bottle of prosecco. Um, he pulls his <laughs> hand over it. Oh, and chops the neck in half and proceeds <laughs> to pour the entire bottle down his throat. Um, anyone who's watching this, because most of you are occupied by fighting uh, um, skeletons, it's he like then turns to... Master. He then turns to the nearest skeleton to him and spits the Prosecco back out. But it's no longer Prosecco. It is blood and muscle and tissue that coats the skeleton rebuilding a body around it wow i like that you're just spewing wow. chunks into yeah. the skeleton literally just, just vomited that soon, skeleton back to life I as soon it. as this this now man <laughs> standing there uh uh Hagoma, uh throws the ball down grabs his head and roars you serve me now <laughs> And then turns him and pushes him towards the other skeletons. All right. There was this oh, I, that's my action. I believe that's my special uh, skill. I believe I also get an attack. You can attack and move. Right. Um, just in case he was. <laughs> just in case he was thinking maybe I won't uh, join the side of these people. I'm going to use my magic stick to fire a bolt of um, petrified tree sap. Uh, Hit you with the magic stick. Oh, hell yeah. Okay, uh, my critical dice was a six. Nice. One of my uh, non-criticals was a one. 
All right, well, that's fine, since that means then you've got a, a crit success. Cool. So you have uh, fired your wand at the skeleton, um, and not only did you blow a hole through its rib cage that causes it to collapse upon itself, the man thing that you've just resurrected from an ancient slumber that you've just goaded to be your minion sees that what you just did and then looks at you and like these eyes are still kind of like re-fitting themselves in the socket and they kind of like pop out for a second and like he starts vigorously nodding uh it's just like uh, okay <laughs> all right i want to um, say this has been a good game for the magic users <laughs> between the between the bug zapper bad attack and the yeah. <laughs> like, which is actually oh. rare for us uh, now yeah, that I think about hey it. charles yeah. i'm proud of us yeah me too oh all the protests that this thing would have said um uh, for you forcing it back into the halls of the living um or just die upon seeing this thing uh, and what are you instructing it to do? Oh, it's going to attack its friends, hundred uh, percent. I have awakened it to a uh, a body and existence cursed and nightmares beyond anything it had ever feared. Um, I... Wouldn't it only be able to attack one though? Well, yeah, one yeah. at a time. Yeah, I, I just it... don't know which one was its mother, so I don't give it like a specific one to it. it... It turns to the nearest skeleton and it lets out this forlorn, exasperated, doleful sound and it mutters something under its breath in a language that you don't recognize and it lunges. Uh, you're pretty sure that it's crying as it attacks the other skeleton? Yeah. Oh. Um, <laughs> now, I don't see oh. HP anywhere on my character sheet. Yes, so that is under stats, it's underneath mana. Okay, now question. Uh, when something dies in my presence, uh, I heal passively. That's a yes. cool skill. Can I overheal, or am I capped at full health? I think you're capped at full health, but I like the idea, since you are in the Ziggurat of the Blood God, that you are just swelling and are engorged with blood. Like, it's almost a bad thing. I, I do want to say that at this point, like, uh, Hagoma is sort of looking more like a blood elemental than a, a crazy bearded man from the woods, but it's it's probably fine. And You're just like my, a tick with a beard. And uh, Piggledy is just like applauding wildly at all this. Like, yeah, yeah, this is... Ah! I think we're gobsmacked. This is just... yeah. <laughs> It's also probably the first worthwhile thing that Hagoma has ever done. I mean, honestly, <laughs> I was presence. not expecting this from from this. You know, I mean, yeah. It's coming in my real life too, Bridget. Yeah, coming through in the clutch. It's it's. Perfect. I, I fully expected someone to get thrown down the stairs and die at the very beginning, and then I fully expected you to resurrect them. I've been just like people start dying in the party and you start re resurrecting the party uh <laughs> what i <laughs> saw happening um so then so we can show off some more rooms in this uh are we okay with doing a dramatic montage of fight scene where you're yes uh, yeah new absolutely fun buddy? yep 
So there is a dramatic soundtrack that sounds very much like snake jazz as these <laughs> scenes of skeleton on skeleton violence unfold. <laughs> and it, lends, it ends with uh, this orgy of violence where all of you are covered under a thick layer of bone dust. We need to start um, keeping another list. Uh, genres of music we've invented. We've got piano hammer and snake jazz so far, I, I think. Love it. I love it very much. <laughs> um, uh, and and to be fair, it would be you you would not exceed your max hit points. Um, for the record. Like that, that, that does right. make sense. Right. I just wanted to check in case I could wig it. Uh, I do want to say well, that over, already dead to begin. over the sound of this bone, uh, this bone cacophony is uh, Hagoma and uh, uh, Piggity <laughs> just like cheering and maybe making bets. <laughs> Discussing if we want one of our own. Yeah. Oh, we have one of our own. I'm not. I'm not releasing him. No, if we each want one of our own. <laughs> oh no, no, that's fair. Um, I mean, in real life, I would love a skeleton butler, but uh, I think in game, um, pious me would think that the value's in the meat, not the bone. So. Well, he could keep casting that resurrect thing. I can. can make but I think we, we'll just keep our one uh, uh, trapped in his own newly formed flesh, uh, vomited by a mad wizard. Uh, flesh vomit prison, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's again, like, I thought we were <clears throat> playing a fantasy game, but no, it's just, I mean, it's just the American healthcare system. Vomited into a. This is a very political episode. Like, no, I think it's more more that that's just like the story of human existence is vomited into a flesh prison by an evil wizard. You know, that's <laughs> my mom's that's a saint. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> uh, so, um, we'll just say for the for the sake of the montage of an expediting this, we get to show off some extra the rooms up. All the skeletons have perished, including your your butler. But you can always make more as you adventure and find more things in this tomb. As you, uh, unless there's anybody else that wants to do anything in this hall of honored dead, we will advance deeper into the depths of the ziggurat. I just think it'd be funny for John's character to put flesh on the sleeping skeleton that I assume is just still there asleep, <laughs> so it just wakes up thinking that it slept it off. And then it's got flesh again. <laughs> Slept it off. <laughs> I got better. Yeah. That was a real weird dream. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So before we move on, any other actions? Or did you want to resurrect the other skull? No, I, I did not. I, I want to save my mana. Yeah, let's keep okay. moving. So from here, there is a hallway that extends maybe about 50 or 60 feet uh, down a flight of stairs. But before the stairs begin to descend, there is a passageway uh, that is to your left that extends into the darkness. Uh, there is a strange, earthy, yet savory smell coming from that direction. Hmm. I like the sound of that, yeah. Suspicious. 
suspiciously delicious. I mean, possibly. I came here for food. Yeah. So let's go left. All right. The air is musty in this dank chamber. Every surface is covered in a thick layer of mushrooms. They are in countless varieties of undulating orange shapes. Some are brain-shaped, and others look like overlapping petals of a thick orange flower. The aroma is rich and appetizing. You're welcome, John. Thank you. Ten-foot-tall man bent over, shoveling the mushrooms into his mouth furiously. Is it his me? name is John Baldersburg. We're going to town. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, tentatively, like, how well can we see this person from, like, an unseen vantage? Can we, can we tell if they're not humanoid? Very... Well, if you're trying not to be noticed, it's hard to use a torch and not be noticed. Um, ah, so. Do you want to advance and risk being seen, or do you want to send someone with snake vision up there? I mean, I'm not a mushroom. Oh, the, Some, oh that's a, someone. Someone, yeah. Yo, two snakes. Let's let's get you on there. Yes. <laughs> I'll go have a look, I suppose. Sneak up there. And roll roll better this time, with my dude. I, I do my best to slither silently. Uh, not that <laughs> my... What's that? Then in that case, if you're wanting to be silent, uh, go ahead and Yanthus and then make me a spirits check. Okay, rolling my two dice. All right, that is a six and a three. There you go. You are silent. You cling to the walls like a shadow. Um, you don't even make that oh, hissing sound uh, as you taste the air and kind of get the uh, the scope of this room. Beyond uh, the the immediate things that I said, pick out a couple of other interesting things as your vision pans through the room. You see that in the corner of the room is a weird, shattered, maybe like a sarcophagus, if a sarcophagus could be made of glass. Um, It has a very alien construction to you, very foreign, um, but it's completely crenulated with and encrusted with various mushrooms running in and out of it. This man thing is 10 feet tall and very gaunt, looks very malnourished, skin hanging in loose folds across its bony frame. Its head is also elongated. Bad news, guys, it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it it does resemble you in the fact that you haven't shoving much into its mouth, I know. Yeah. Its eyes, uh, yours, hunger and rage. Okay, (laughs) that's that's also fair. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I am very curious about that sarcophagus. Does one of you want to um, distract? Well, the answer the... has to tell you about that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have, well, I have I... yet to mention a single thing. I always just assume info sharing, unless it's an explicitly competitive listener. In case Double. you're wondering, uh, Patchy did not whip Charles off as he said that. This... <laughs> we lost you. Me? Well, no, 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 John. No, John, John oh, he dropped out altogether. He ate yeah. too many mushrooms. He the did. only reason why I, I mentioned that 
is just because sometimes you want to do something odd, like swallow a whole bat, maybe without other telling people. So I just need to know <laughs> if he's going to do an action where he oh, share the information, if- like don't hit the red button, you know, like yeah, okay, got it. So guys, welcome back, John. So are we eating mushrooms or what? So here's the thing: there, we we all know the story of Sleeping Beauty, correct? We all know it. know uh, of of Super Mario, correct? <laughs> now imagine, yeah. if you will, both <laughs> sleeping Mario brothers. That's the greatest supposition. <laughs> yeah. So that's that is my explanation to everyone. I hope that made sense, but that is what I saw. And uh, you're welcome. You're saying Waluigi is out in time for Christmas. It's Sleeping Mario Brothers 3. Princess Daisy is in a glass coffin surrounded by mushrooms, and you have to eat them to grow big. Oh boy, this Ooh, might get awkward. Too. <laughs> Super Mario XXX. Since <laughs> mm-hmm. you are communicating that information to your group, uh, how do you choose to proceed? Um, I mean. I warned them about about the Bowser archetype in there that's more <laughs> gaunt than real life than Bowser. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and just be like, be ready if this fails, but my plan is to sneak back in there and cast sleep on the gaunt thing. Okay. Um that's a good plan. I also have an extra die on oratory attempts if we wanted to make friends, but I have not been rolling worth a damn tonight, so take that as you will. I mean, I Keep can watch. That's always an option. Um, j- just to also highlight, in case you haven't seen it, Pasky, your uh, Yanthus Two Snakes uh, also has Strange Whispers. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> it depends what route you want to go. For the viewers who don't see the character sheet and how the sausage is made, Strange Whispers is allows its uh, target of the spell to communicate with a target of its choice, like an animal, spirit, or unholy creature, if it counts as that. Okay. All right. I, I don't I, know I'm, much about this thing. I don't. But you know what's the best way to find out? By talking to him. But getting to know him a little bit better, but having a powwow. All <laughs> right. Agree. Yeah. Let's do that instead. I like this better. It's going to cost me a mana. I'm good with that. Okay. I, uh, so, uh, what's happening, friend? Uh, see, you got some mushrooms there. That's cool. Nice, nice glass sarcophagus. Huh? <laughs> So as you cast the spell, um, it turns its wild eyes on you. Its mouth is just a, a gape that's full of these mushrooms, uh, and it drools this like chunky saliva down its face as it makes con like look stares you in the eyes. And you have this very odd disconnect as if you first start talking to it, 
and then there's a delay. It's mouths moving, like it's like yelling and, and uh, screaming, but you hear this kind of very monotonous, very strange, far away sound as it kind of translates for you. And it's basically screaming, saying, these are my mushrooms. <laughs> I'm starving. This is a hell that never ends. I was supposed to be sleeping. Oh, who are uh, you? Meanwhile, uh, the rest of you are just hearing like guttural screaming uh, as this thing is just like spittling mushrooms, and you have no idea what's happening. Okay, um, so he wants to be sleeping, right? I was supposed to sleep until everything was fixed. Oh, sleep is memorable to this unending hunger. These don't fill hunger. I mean, he just like takes his and just shoves them in his gullets to illustrate. I okay, my back to plan A. Trusting me. Trusting me. And I proceed to put it to sleep because that's what it wants. I'm just trying to help. You burn your last mana and it smiles as it like has like this big bolus of mushroom stuff like halfway in its throat. Uh, It might choke to death on its own mushrooms. You're not sure. That's not my um, problem. That's not your problem. (laughs) All right. So the rest of you see this happen giant screaming at Yanthus. Yanthus just basically starts singing to it, and then it just keels over. Forward slash examine um, the sarcophagus. So the sarcophagus is made of glass. No, it's not. (laughs) Well, you're not sure. I like saying goose. I I think it's pronounced... Suck so off a goose. Yeah. Suck oh, off a goose. Yeah, suck off a goose. Sorry. I'd neck Cloaca. Don't like that. Oh, Don't like that you. at all. <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, all right. So the sarcophagus um is this glass and metal construct that is uh, completely encrusted with these orange scaly fungally mushrooms and different shapes and sizes. Um, To one of us, this might look like something like a stasis chamber, something almost kind of sci-fi-esque or almost like a phone booth kind of like thing. To your characters, though, it is this uncomprehensible thing, almost like a potion bottle, but for a human shape. But 10 feet humanoid. Well, I strongly recommend that um, my wine-loving friend not eat the mushrooms, despite his impulse. So angry right now. (laughs) I mean, same. I wanted to see him eat the mushrooms. Are there different shapes and sizes? Do you want to take some of these mushrooms? Only take the one that is labeled "eat me." Do you want to start eating random mushrooms? Are you under coercion? I've never wanted anything more. 
why don't you? The mushrooms. We, we're, we're almost at time. You, you know, can... playing games is about fantasy fulfillment, John. Okay. In fact, and, and the fact <laughs> that we my, and my fantasy is eating more mushrooms. But look, yes. do it. You want to eat mushrooms and then we can close it and move to your announcements? It you might get yes. big like the guy. Yeah. I, I yeah. do want to eat. Look, guys. This I need you to understand though. This is not Hagoma, the the blood wine necromancer. This is John Baldisberger. A strange light yeah. fires up behind Hagoma's yeah. eyes as another force, a more powerful force, a, a handsome bearded force, uh, takes him over and begins shoving goddamn mushrooms in his mouth. The beard from where all beards flow. Yes. Uh, so yeah. go me D six. I did have a mushroom uh, dish for dinner, by the way. I'm oh, surprising nobody. It's a five. All right. So <laughs> as you are eating these mushrooms, uh, you look at your your hand, the one that plucked the mushroom and mm -hmm. put it in your mouth, and the very finger, your, your fingertips are they're turning gray. And I'm sure that's fine. It's washing down each of your fingers and it's running up your arm. And it's going down your other arm. And even your beard is like turning more gray. Like all of your flesh is just turning gray. It's fair. Is but he still able to How do they taste? Oh, fucking amazing. Oh, thank um, God. It is yeah, worth hell it. yeah. Worth it. Uh, hell yeah, brother. Perfect, like medium steak. Uh, it is. Uh, supple, it is delicious. You feel energized. Um, you lick your, your chops to get all that mushroomy flavor off of your beard, and your tongue is also just like corpse ash gray. Get every spore, yep. Um, I do. so yeah, these are absolutely delicious and they smell amazing. Did they turn into stone or into a mushroom? No, his skin's great. That's all. Yeah, it dude. Gray. Well, that's not so bad. I mean, that's that's okay. I, mean, I guess you lucked out. <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. I'm happy. I, so, I mean, uh, yeah. Uh, look. Still, look. Still, plenty of other chambers and rooms in the in the temple. You've only gone through three. Of the rooms in this uh, temple, there are puzzles uh, and other uh, interesting encounters. The deeper that you go inside uh, the ziggurat of the blood god, the blood and god. if you make it all the way to the top and claim the giant ruby, your team. Oh, you're working from top <laughs> down. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I I was thinking of the uh, old Nickelodeon game show. My bad. Oh yes, you're right. No, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut off your reference. Mr. Pasky, take us back to the outro screen so I can tell these fine people about where to get stuff and about stretch goals. Stretch uh, goals. So, Not stretch so, goals. So we have two yeah. games here. Ian, why don't you go where people can find these and about some stretch goal stuff for us? Uh, uh, absolutely. So actually, is a fun thing. First off, both of these can be found on Kickstarter, where your friendly Zemo games can be found. Uh, search for... Uh, ziggurat of the blood god that is ziggurat of the blood god and then also tldr uh tld rpg i always want to add an extra letters and for those of you um, who weren't raised by the internet although i can't imagine that's possible 
the TLDR <laughs> reference that used to, I guess, still is internet slang for too long didn't read. Like if there was a whole article posted, people would just reply TLDR. So TLDRPG is a very funny pun about, you know, the length of some role playing games. Exactly. Too long didn't play. So that is what this solves. And you can see that instead of long, complicated spell chapters, you just do fun spells. And that is sometimes more fun than the crunch that doesn't always add up to much payoff. Uh, so as far as interesting announcements and stretch goals, one of the first stretch goals was uh, more art from Michael Harmon himself. So he's been in our chat his uh, uh, stuff, and we've seen his other products in such as uh, Pork and the Void. Um, he's also author of Skin Job and some other um, Tomb of Immolation and other things, so check out his stuff as well. Uh, and then on top of that, um, there is a new adventure that has been unlocked for uh, backers of the TLD RPG, The Grave of uh, Salyan Wenthus. Uh, it is a one-shot by Alan Bear. And um, so that's uh, Alan Bear of Gallant Knight Games. So that is one of the uh, latest stretch goals for the game. So make sure that you back those. Awesome. Thank you so much, Ian. And uh, thank you, Billy and Chris and Michael, for joining us today. And chat is fun. Uh, one other thing that while you're on Kickstarter, uh, while you're doing that thing, um, there is one other game you might want to look at. Uh, it is called Odd Gobs. O-D-D-G-O-B-S. That is a game by myself and uh, Roland Coons, who worked on Orkborg. It is currently live, and uh, we have stretch goals to make it compatible with both Cyborg and... Uh, Cyber Metal 2012, which we have played on the show. Um, I've really got into, into zines over the last year. Um, uh, really, really into zines. And uh, I've made some friends in the neighborhood who, when the pandemic started, they grabbed all the D&D &D 5e stuff. Like, I'm going to play this with my kids. And then they never played it because, well, it was too long. They didn't read it. Uh, so I adore these these standalone systems that exist in a zine that you can, like, read the entire rule set in five to ten minutes, easy to figure out, easy to use. Obviously, we can use your imagination to kind of help with how the game works. Like, it, the, the Resurrection spell did not say anything about casting it on undead enemies. It didn't say anything about vomiting flesh from a Prosecco bottle, for sure. But it didn't say you couldn't. But yeah, exactly, right. it didn't say it couldn't, so I did. It doesn't um, say anywhere in the rules that a dog can't play basketball. I have, uh, personally, I backed both uh, TDL, uh, TLD, sorry, and Ziggurat before uh, Ian announced that we were going to run them. So uh, I I believe in both these projects, and it is very, very cool. A little bit of other news. Two books from Madness Heart Press's catalog last year have been nominated for Splatterpunk Awards. That is Czech Extreme, edited by Lisa Tone, and uh, The Television by Edward Lee. 
both books are extremely extreme. Uh, mm -hmm. So that's your trigger warning. If you are offended by anything, please don't read those books. But if you are not, please do. Um, <laughs> uh, all these things said, we had a blast tonight. Um, one of the greatest pleasures I've had uh, as a host on this show is the people I've been able to build relationships with. Uh, being able to, like, I've worked with Billy. I'm working with Michael Harmon in the future. I look forward to working with uh, Chris. Like, these are cool people doing cool shit, and it all looks great. So, um, oh, and Simone. Simone's doing uh, art for uh, Ziggurat of the Blood God, and obviously, like, Simone's my, my dude. So, like, this community absolutely slaps. Support it. Help us all keep making super cool shit. Thank you. Um, I think that's everything. Go back all three of those projects. Uh, next week, we'll actually be playing Odd Gobs here on the stream. I'm going to run my friends through a cyberpunk dystopia, making shit as weird as possible. So don't miss that. Um, you know, I don't think there's anything left to say, except thank you so much for joining us on this consensual journey we call wandering monster i have been john baldisberger i've been charles r bernard i've been bridget brave i've been charles baskin i've been ian servas <laughs> and with that mind fuck <laughs> we will see you next week for some gobliny goodness until then scroll through kickstarter and give away all your money to indie creators cheers folks